organizing and decluttering your life with your host, Shalina. Hi, Shrek. Hey, Shalina. How's it going? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. We're going to do something today that is very interesting to me personally. Because it's about digital clutter. It's also about emails. And it's a problem that we all face, right? Like it's just the volume of emails that we get. And trying to clean So up. I was talking to a friend yesterday. He has 80,000 unread emails. Oh, so he just let go at some point. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, just delete it. And he went, well, what if there's something important? And I went, <sighs> if you haven't looked at it yet, it's probably not important. It's like that. It's like the, you know, put something in a drawer. And if you haven't looked at it in a year, it's, you might as well throw it exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. And while we were talking, the number was increasing while we were talking. So we're going to talk about the email inbox today and how to keep it organized and decluttered. Mostly decluttered. <laughs> Where do we start, Shalina? So... It depends how many emails you've got. But what I want, if you've got thousands of emails. Or tens of thousands. Or tens of thousands, like some people. Put them into folders based on year. So you've got maybe, I don't know, a few thousand emails from 2019. But all the others from 2018, 17, put them into separate folders. So then you click on the name and then you'll see emails from a certain group of people. The same group of people. If it's a company and you don't want to hear from them anymore, unsubscribe to, you know, by clicking on unsubscribe on one of the emails and then delete, you know, all of those emails. And so do that, you know, for each year, start deleting bulk emails from, you know, these different people or companies that you don't need to know about anymore. Or if it's for a matter that's closed, you know, you don't need that anymore. So you can do that. So you can sit in front of your, you know, watching TV. Uh, say you're watching your Netflix. So you sit in front of your, watching Netflix, have the emails open, and you can start going through the years and seeing all these emails. And if you, you know, you can delete things en masse. So that's a good way to start deleting. And you'll start finding a lot of emails for the same matters that you don't need anymore, you know. And especially if it's an email from, I don't know, 2009 from a company that maybe might not even exist anymore, you don't need that. That's a good way to start, you know, to try and delete and declutter the emails. And then for the emails coming in, create a few folders to put common types of emails in. So I have a folder for, I call it business. So it's anything related to my personal life, which is from businesses that I need to keep. You know, it might have important information. It's not work, but it's something that I need to keep for my personal life. And then I have stuff for play, folders for friends, folders for families. I have one for travel. So I put all the emails for the travel into that. And that's kind of my memory travel as well. So for few, like later on in life, I look at that and go, oh, I went to that hotel many years ago. So, you know, just a few folders to put emails moving forward. So once you've dealt with it, you remove it from the inbox and put it into one of these folders. So another thing, I've, if, you know, I get that often, like you've, you've signed up for you know, a company's newsletter for whatever reason. And so what I do, as soon as that email comes in and I'm on my computer and I see it, if I am not interested in that company, I find the unsubscribe and unsubscribe immediately. I don't even think about it. And then I just delete the email. So I make sure that I will not get that email anymore you know, it will hopefully not anymore. Sometimes, of course, some companies are rubbish at unsubscribing us. Um, and there's also in certain uh, mailboxes, you can press unsubscribe at the top. So for Outlook, you can press unsubscribe at the top. You don't even have to look for the unsubscribe button. Um, so I do that. And for some of the companies, you know, you get the spam companies. So I just click on junk. So it just goes away into the drunk. So that's another thing to do as well. So a quick pro tip for the advanced users now. So the one good thing in uh, Gmail especially is that Gmail allows you to put a plus sign, put any word after that, um, and it's treated as your email. So for example, 
if my email were chirag at gmail.com, which it isn't, please don't email me. I'm, or don't bother the poor Chirag, but whose email this is. But if you put Chirag plus newsletter at gmail.com, it'll still go to Chirag, right? So one way to, to handle signups is every time you sign up, do that. It can be newsletter, it can be spam, it can be what doesn't matter. And then what happens is when you're looking through your inbox, you just do all emails sent to Chirag plus newsletter at gmail.com and poof, delete. It's late. That's amazing. That's brilliant. Fortunately, I don't use Gmail, but that's a good thing to know for people who do. Another thing to think about is how, you know, if an email is older than, say, seven years, you know, uh, for auditing purposes, a lot of the years um, for audits are seven years. So if it's anything older than that, if you haven't, you know, looked at it, if it's unread, delete it. You do not need it. And what I do is I go through the years. Like I, I, I organize, you know, say that folder I said was business. Um, every quarter of the year, I will go through it and I'll start from the bottom, so from the earliest ones, and I will start deleting emails for, I I saw that I had for, what was that? ICQ. Remember ICQ? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ba -ba so I had the login details for ICQ still, and I was like, wow. And you know, those were the days where the email used to give you a username and password in the email for the, the program that you're using. So you had that, and I went, this is good for memory, but actually I don't need this email, so I deleted it. And it was like, why have I kept this for like over 10 years? Um, but yeah, and I, 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 I'm not going to miss it. I'm not going to use it again. I don't think it does it even exist still. Can you still use it? Well, you can use uh, certain, like the, the same chat protocol, even though not ICQ as a program. And, and all email programs today, like literally all of them, have the ability to do filters, the ability to filter emails by those that are unread. Yeah. And then, especially in things like Gmail, even Outlook and stuff, you can do, you know, show me all emails that are unread that are older than five years ago. And that allows you just, you're only looking at that in the inbox to begin with. And you can, again, do a batch delete yeah. compared to, like, sitting, going through email by email and saying, oh, is this unread, is this unread? Like, you can just run these. I mean, they're, they're very simple filters. I mean, in Gmail, especially, again, more familiarity with it. Um, you can just start typing in that search box. You just say is colon unread, and it just pops all up. But even for example, Apple Mail and Hotmail and stuff like there's a very easy one-click show me unread email. So it it works out really well. It's very good to do the filters. And another thing that I do is that I use I use Outlook. I have all my email accounts put into Outlook, and I you know at the top they have inbox um, sent trash, and that's for all of the emails. So I can see all the emails. So by the end of the day, usually I will have ten emails in my inbox or less but that's from all my email accounts so you know i have about five different email accounts so that's a good way as well to deal with the email so they're all together in one place so that you can then deal with them you know instead of going into each different um, email um, account and try you know looking at all of them as well yeah I'd, i'll add one caveat here though like for me um because we you know we've lived through the email era and everything so we have some old email accounts and old things that we have um, so I would also just be careful there because it, you can feel very cluttered if you have like 20 email inboxes or not 20, but like if you have like 10 email inboxes and stuff, it's like a lot to go through. And then like, for example, like I have a really, really old email account that I primarily started using for signing up for newsletters and things right. before like I started doing this filtering. And that's fine. So you wouldn't include that into this. Yeah. So I just don't include it. So otherwise it will just, if I, when I'm looking at my unified inbox, it's going to like space out all my important emails and I'll miss something. So that. So yeah. So for, you know, the, the core emails that you do use, you know, I have that, that I have um, an email address that's used for signing up things. Um, and I'm the same, but um for me, that one, I have that in my core bit because I can see it and then see the newsletters and then unsubscribe. So that's a good way for me to remember because I, even for this email address, I don't want it to get clogged up with junk. 
another thing um, is a lot of people um, put tasks and events as email reminders instead of putting it into the calendar. So you're getting more emails coming in which is related to something that you could easily put into a calendar. You get alerts on your phone, on the apps. Instead of, and you know, you don't need to get notifications on email. You'll get a notification pop up from the calendar app on your computer or from your phone if it's synced to your phone. Why add a notification or put, an, you know, an email reminder in your inbox? That's just taking up valuable real estate and clogging up your inbox with unnecessary emails. So take that out you know don't have a note section in your email with reminders about calendar things put that all in your calendar or or use a good task list manager or something like to try start to adopt i think i think big, the big problem here or the problem that normally happens is it's a force of habit right so yeah i know it used to happen to me before i like properly tasked myself with using a to-do list that what would happen is like i'm just i don't check the to-do list so the only way that i would remember those things or whatever is because i would my email is something i check all the time and so it's just something that becomes convenient to do but uh, but i would highly recommend look at a to-do list app or look at a calendar app and try to transfer anything that is dated should be in a calendar exactly and it will make you feel less stressed and there's now i mean i use google calendar and you know, you get, so everything from the calendar is there, uh, reminders are in there and they pop up and it comes up as a notification for me. Um, and I also use TickTick, which is my to-do list, and that syncs to my Google Calendar as well. So they all go into this calendar. So my reminders and everything are in there. I mean, yes, it's extra apps, but once you've built the habit and you get used to it, it's very convenient for you and it's an automatic thing. So my email and um, calendar apps are next to each other and that's for a reason for me to go flit between one and the other when I need to but without blocking up my inbox. A lot of these to-do apps today allow you to email uh, like this very funky email address uh, which creates a task in the to-do app. So, you know, if you have something in your email that you need to convert into a task, if there's no option like in Gmail where you can just literally flip it over to a task, you can actually hit forward, send it to that email, and then forget about it from your inbox. So, so there are a lot of easy ways to create that integration um, between your email inbox and your to-do list. Yeah, and it's, it's brilliant now. Um, another thing to relieve the stress as well, to turn off the notifications for emails. So I do that. So I don't have it come up on my computer. I don't have it on my phone. Or I know that I'm getting emails. I get emails all the time. I don't need to get a notification that I'm getting an email unless it's very important time. So when I used to be a lawyer and I was working on a big project, I would have the notifications on and I would set it for certain emails to come through because it was an important time when I was doing a deal. But for normal day-to-day, -day, you know you're going to get emails. So just wait until, you know, you switch it on or like, you know, for my phone, I only, I manually refresh my inbox so as soon as I go in, it manually refreshes and all the emails come in so I can see what's coming, you know, has come in for me to deal with or maybe to look at. But I don't need to get stressed by looking at notifications saying a new email has come in every few seconds or minutes. Yeah, and for those that are, you know, also get stressed when they don't see these notifications, there are solutions in all of the email apps to solve this problem, right? So I won't get into like all the different ones, but they all have this. As a basic example, in Apple email, uh, which is in on your iPhones or in your Mac, whatever, they have a VIP thing, right? So you can set a VIP and only get alerted when an email comes from a VIP address, which is a, someone personal, maybe it might be family, right? You, you might want your parents to be able to email you and you get an alert immediately. 
or it, it can be whipping too. Like if it's coming from one of your colleagues, you, you know you're working on something, you can temporarily turn it on. You don't get your everyday emails. You don't get you know all your, your newsletters and stuff. Don't keep popping and clogging up not only your inbox, but then also your notification tray, you know. No, it's great. So that's a good thing to do. So this is a way, you know, it's a start to help you to start to declutter your email inbox. Um, so, you know, as I said, categorize them into years, do the names and then do on mass deletions for, you know, specific things. Um, start unsubscribing to any emails, you know, newsletters, spam, um, you know, if you can't unsubscribe, mark it as spam so it will go into the junk box so you can ignore that all the time because that automatically deletes every um, every week. Um, switch off the notifications if you can. Uh, move your events and reminders into your calendar. That's the main tips for today. And uh, I will I'll just mention as well, like we've already talked about the to-do list on a different episode and we'll link to it in the show notes. We've also, which was our very, very first episode, File Act and Toss, which is a good way to handle incoming email. I'll link to that in the show notes as well, so you can go take a look. But today we're talking primarily about decluttering your very, very overgrown inboxes. Especially if you're in the thousands right now and you're getting stressed by it. I mean, the person I said who had 80,000 emails, I said to him, don't you get stressed? And he went, no. And he was very blasé about it. He's got, he's had so many for so long that he just, it, it, it's, it's, he's ignoring it now. It, it doesn't even go, you know, he doesn't see the number, even while it was growing while we were talking. So some people like that, but if you are getting stressed, this is a good way to start the process so that you start getting less and less emails coming into your, your life. Well, that's everything we've got for you for this week. Um, good luck clearing out your inboxes. And as always, you can find out more information about this show by visiting decluttermecom slash podcast. And as I mentioned, you'll have some links to our previous episodes in the show notes that you can use as a reference. If you need any help, Shalina is always available. And how do people get hold of you? So they can get hold of me on decluttermecom and this contact form there which they can fill in. Or they can find me on a lot of the social media channels so they can always send me a message and I'll be happy to respond to them and help them out. So we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.